Welcome to this week's episode of Marketing Management and Money. I am your host, Ryan Owens. And I am your host, Ryan Murray. Thank you for joining us again this week. We are excited to have you back and excited to be doing another episode. We are going to be doing a follow-up episode to uh, our episode number 18 on break-even, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was break-even part one. This is break-even part two. <sighs> Sweet. So <laughs> we are going to be diving in this time to how do we set pricing using break-even, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so Ryan. Sure. How do you think most businesses set the pricing of their products and services? I'm a new business. I'm going to, you know, figure out what I should charge. Okay. How am I going to go about doing this? So, so you're a new business, you're figuring out what you're charging and I'm a business trying to figure out what I'm charging, right? Like that's how this is going to go. Cause oh, okay. I'm going to prove a point here. All right. All right. I'm with you. I'm going to call you and see as a, uh, as a quote unquote customer, I'm going to be like, Hey, I'm looking for this product. Uh, <laughs> do you have it in stock? And how much do you charge them for that? Right. And then you're going to tell me, ah, oh, yeah, I got three and it's 1999. And I'm going to be like, oh, that's perfect. I'm going to charge 1899. <laughs> Sucker. And then three weeks later, you're going to call me and be like, hey, uh, <laughs> you, you guys got this? Well? I'm going to be like, yeah, I do. And it's uh, 1899. And you're like, perfect. I'm going to drop my price $2. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, there are so many times where I see it. Now, it's not a bad thing to secret shop your competition. Absolutely not. But if that's the only thing you're pricing, you're setting your pricing on, that's a big mistake. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're in trouble here. And and we kind of gave that same example uh, with with doing your, your marketing and your advertising, like seeing what deals and promotions you're like, what things your competition are doing and just following suit. That is such a mistake. Yeah. Like if that's the only thing you're basing your decisions on is what your competition is doing, you're failing. I'm sorry. That's it. Bottom line. And and really it's the entrepreneur who doesn't know what they're doing that is just trying to copycat someone else. And so mm -hmm. if you and that's why you're listening to this podcast. Exactly, because there's a better way. <laughs> Learn what to do. And so we're going to teach that to you. And when we're talking about break even, the specific thing, the starting point of all pricing should be your cost structure. And that's why I'm glad that you referenced at the very beginning that uh, this is a part two. If you want to learn more about understanding your cost structure, you're going to check out Breakeven Part 1. It was episode 18 that we did a few weeks back. And so you're going to want to get on and uh, listen to that or listen to it again, you, you know, maybe as a refresher. Yeah, that's, sure. That's going to that's gonna help you stay up to speed on what we're going to be talking about here. Now, mind you, this is one of our finance ones. We throw a lot of numbers at you, but it's so important. Finance is the language of business. You're going to hear mm -hmm. me say this over and over again. It's so important that you know this stuff. So we are going to be throwing some numbers at you, but... It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Once you, once you, what I found, because uh, I didn't start out in this realm, right? Right. But I've been able to grow a ton. And uh, I found that, yeah, I have to reference this stuff. But as soon as you kind of get this rhythm, like you said, as soon as you start to learn this language a little bit, 
it really does become kind of cool. It does become fun, mm-hmm. you know, and I will still continue to make fun of you as a nerd. And I will still own out. it <laughs> because <laughs> it, I love it. But admittedly, and this is the only time that I will say this, and I'm glad that you don't have this documented anywhere, but it's fun. Except for recorded oh, crap. on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> for all of our listeners. Yeah. so That's the only place you'll have it, though. <laughs> so we're going to teach you guys today how to use break-even to set your pricing and to know if you are priced right. This is a, a tool not that hard to do. Mm-hmm. Very few entrepreneurs are actually using it. But it's such a powerful tool. And I'm going to show you a little bit what's going on here. So yeah. um, why, don't we, why don't we jump into an example? Okay, that's actually, I was trying to think of where to start this. Yeah, and like uh, let's, let's go into an exercise. In fact, I think uh, a great place to start would be from your training with Growth by the Numbers. There's an example in there that I really, really mm, like. Yeah. Is that okay if we go there? Okay. We're going to take this company and this company... It's imaginary company makes small handcrafted wooden items, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The cost of each item or the cost of materials for each item is $5. The labor cost for each item is $20. And then you have this online storefront where you can sell them for $40 a piece and it costs the business $300 a month to maintain this store. The question is, is well there are two questions the first is what is my subsidized break even and the second is why is it a subsidized break even and not a true break even ah okay i love this question because i came up with it. i was gonna say you wrote it (laughs) of course you would completely hypothetical so that the numbers come out very clean so unless this actually applies to your business this was completely unintended (laughs) i assure you all, uh, what do they say at the end of movies? You're smart, but you don't see that far into the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I do. <laughs> so, so, pretty simple numbers here going on. You've got, if we remember from break even part one, we talked about our fixed costs and our variable costs. Right. Mm-hmm. So, in this instance, I've got variable costs of $25. It was the 20 plus the 5. So, variable costs of $25. And then I've got a fixed cost of $300. Right. And so uh, sales price was $40. So all we're going to do here is I'm going to take the $40. I'm going to subtract out the variable costs because those variable costs, they're going to happen for every sale that we make. The fixed costs are going to happen regardless. Regardless. And so uh, in in this example, we're saying hypothetically that I spend $300 a month to maintain my online storefront. And so whether I sell anything or not, I'm still going to do that $300. But to manufacture my lovely widgets, you know, I've got those variable costs. So I take the 40, I subtract out the 25, I'm left with 15. So $15 goes toward that fixed cost. Mm -hmm. So all I have to do at this point is I take my 300, I divide it by 15, and it gives me 20. 20 what? 20, 20 widgets. Items. Yeah, 20 items. 20 handcrafted woodwork items. Exactly. These are not widgets. <laughs> let's be real here. Okay. okay let's, let's be, be real, real about our imaginary <laughs> example. Okay? So here's, a, here's an important point. Every time that you're doing break-even, 
you want to change it to units, not to dollars. Yes. It becomes so much more meaningful when you mm-hmm. do it this way. Yeah, as you're as you're doing these different calculations or working with these different numbers, it is incredibly important to keep track of what it is that you're figuring out. What, you know, <laughs> you did this times that and it gave you, you know, you did two times five and it gave you 10. 10 what? Uh-huh. $10, 10 items, 10 months, 10 people, 10 what? Yeah. Right? And, and, and so that's what we've done here is all we've done is we've taken it from dollars and we've changed it to units. And so we've said, look, $300 is my fixed cost. $15 is my contribution toward that. And so I end up with a break even of 20 units. Mm-hmm. And so, again, if you need that calculation, go to break even part one. And, you you know, we walk you through that full calculation. But I think that was pretty pretty easy enough it's, to follow. Yeah, it's basic. Yeah. You know, so this is what is really interesting. Where it comes in so critical is what would happen if I change my price point? Yes. Because I, I want the entrepreneurs out there to realize something here for a second. I've got four variables that really came into play. Mm-hmm. I've got my fixed costs. I've got my variable costs. I've got my price point, And I've got my sales volume. Yeah. Of those four, where do I have control? Immediate controls price point. Immediate controls price point. Now, a lot of people are going to argue. They're going to be like, well, wait a second. You have control on all of them. Let's just kind of walk through this real quick. So actually, I was going to make this argument. And I was going to go with, well, what happens when you set your price point, right? And But you can still come back and, you know, increase your efficiencies on your, your variable costs, right? Right. So say you start selling this item and you are all of a sudden getting more volume than you anticipated, which you didn't control the volume, right? Okay. So that's, I'm not saying that you're controlling that, but you get more, you get more volume you can go back to your suppliers and be like, you know what? We contracted based on a hundred units. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to have a thousand units. So I want better pricing. Right. Right. That's a regular occurrence in uh, manufacturing. Okay. But define regular. How many times can you really go and negotiate with a supplier? Is this something that's happening once a quarter? Mm, I don't no, think so. More like once a month. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. This doesn't happen uh, super often, right? It's in manufacturing. I found that oftentimes you will f- you will have a situation where you start out with one volume, you shift to another volume. You might do that a third time, but that's really it. And this is over the course of years, right? right. This isn't the course of weeks, months, quarters. Generally, this is, you know, at least six months before you're first like, whoa, hey, this is taken off. And, and that's really the point that I want to make is when I ask how much control do you have, I'm not talking about are things going to change. I'm looking at can you go ahead and change them really quick? Yeah, okay. And so if I'm sure. dealing with, you know, a vendor – Sure, I can go and negotiate better pricing. Sure, maybe I saw an increase in volume. But truthfully, 
those situations don't come along all that often. Maybe mm-hmm. once a year, maybe once every three years, I get mm-hmm. to kind of renegotiate. Okay. But even when they do come along, I'm looking at some small percentages. You know, they're not going to give me a 20% discount now that my volume <laughs> went up unless yeah. I was, you know, negotiated horribly on the front end. You know, it's going to be like, okay, we'll give you another 5% or something like that. And so, you know, it, yeah. it, it, it's going to be, you know, maybe you're only getting 2%. I, I mean, it's not, it's not going to be these huge deep discounts uh, unless your volume like shot through the roof. Maybe that made a, a difference. But again, it's it's this idea that how much control do you have? Well, mm, limited. Yeah. Okay. For sure, I can buy that one. You know. But you can because you can go onto an online store and change your price that same day. Sometimes it might take an approval process that takes a day, but you can change it almost instantaneously, right? Exactly. And okay. and that's that's the key takeaway. Okay. Here, is if I want to put efficiencies into my company. It's going to take me more than a day to get those efficiencies. If I want to, uh, you know, increase my sales volume, it's going to take me a while to do that. But if I want to offer 20% off, bing, done. Promo code, and I'm in. Right. Okay. So, so that's what I'm getting at is I'm saying this is where I have most of my control is with my pricing. Now, let's think about this scenario that we had. Our price was set at $40. We had variable costs of $25 and fixed costs of $300. I'm going to leave the variable costs and the fixed costs alone because we've already talked about how those don't move all that quickly. Yes. And honestly, even if you want to adjust these, it's not going to change the example. So if you really you know, need to tweak the, your costs, go ahead and you know you can adjust. There's somebody that's going to prove you wrong, I swear. I, I know. Somebody's going to come back and be like, well, actually... <laughs> And they might be right. <laughs> so let's take a, uh, a a similar example here. You're going to need your calculator. And for those of you listening, if you, uh, you know, if you want to follow along with your calculator or we'll just kind of shout out the numbers, whatever works best for you. All right. I got my calculator. Not in your head, man. Okay, fine. Jeez. <laughs> I'm actually really good at math in my head. So, so I wish that our listeners could have seen you like, it was weird because you flexed your, your head. What? Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, like how someone, they flex their bicep when they, you know, you're like, oh, can you oh, lift this gosh. for me? And they're yes. like, yeah, I can lift it. Oh, and I'm like, hey, gosh. can you calculate this? I can calculate it. If anybody has small children, I need you to put the earmuffs on because <laughs> I'm going to say a few choice words <laughs> to this gentleman right now. If anybody in this room, including you... <laughs> Has a bigger head than me. I didn't know it's that we definitely you. I didn't know that we, you know, recorded in front of a live audience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bringing it back in. So let's use this example, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to offer a 10% discount. Sure, it's pretty common, mm-hmm. and so I've got a sales price of forty dollars, and I'm going to discount it down by 10%. What does that put me at? Thirty six dollars. Perfect. Well done. So. $36. My variable costs stayed the same. What's that in pesos? Go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Admittedly, I was derailed. $36. My variable costs are going to stay the same at 25 So 36 minus 25 gives me 11 Uh-huh. 300 is still my fixed costs. I have a contribution of $11. All right. 
How many units do I need to sell to break even? I don't know. I'm looking at how my the conversion rate of pesos. Oh <laughs> man, you're killing me. <laughs> All right, so it's 27 units to break even. Okay, it's technically 27.27. So which, you're gonna have to hit 28 before you break even. Yeah, no one wants to buy. Right. You know, 27th of a. Handcrafted wooden item, <laughs> right? <laughs> the leftovers. It's, so it's six hundred and seventy-six point six six pesos, by the way. Uh, which I'm glad you care about. <laughs> That's amazing. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got twenty-eight units. All right. Okay. If we recall, when I was priced at forty dollars, my break-even was twenty units. Right. So I went up. By forty percent, mm-hmm. so yeah, a discount of ten percent required my volume to, to increase go, by forty percent to increase by forty percent to compensate for that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think most people realize right. You know how big of an impact mm-hmm. you know that little ten percent discount actually has. Now mm-hmm. let's 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 run this in a in a different direction. Let's say that I'm now going to raise my price by 10%. If I raise my price by 10%, yeah. I've got $44. I subtract out the same variable cost because my variable cost doesn't change based on my pricing. It's just how what percentage I have to do per sale. And okay. so, you know, I'm not going to have a higher dollar amount just right. because I raised my price. I still right. have those costs that I have to incur, right? So it doesn't really change anything. So I've got the same $25. Mm-hmm. So I take my 44, subtract out 25, gives me 19. Okay. Now I need to get my break even on that. So I take the 300, divide it by 19, and I come up with 15.79 units. Round it up. No one wants a partial unit. Gives me 16 units. Okay. Okay. So at 16 units, if I raise my price by 10%, I can discount my volume by 20% mm-hmm. and still break even. Right. So my price goes up, my volume goes down. Mm-hmm. I'm still okay as long as my volume, if my volume only goes down by 15%, I sell less, but I make more profit. And just like that, all of our listeners just increase their prices. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Honestly, though, there is a psychology behind raising your prices versus lowering your prices if if things aren't selling. It's crazy. Everyone's afraid to do it. And and it's like, but here I can calculate what the impact will be. So on scenario A, where I discounted my price by 10%, I had to, uh, you know, increase my volume, had to increase my volume by 40%. Yeah, to compensate. To compensate. On option B, when I raised my price by 10%, I could let volume drop by as much as 20% mm-hmm. and still come out ahead. Yeah. And so this is the tool that you use for pricing. Every time you guys are looking at pricing something, you really ought to calculate a break even on it and see what the effects of that margin actually are. It's a super simple, easy tool to use. Uh, I hope that this example walked you through, made a lot of sense for you. You know, uh, if you have any questions, you can go ahead and reach out to us at www. 
marketing management money. There's no and in it. <laughs> dot com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at MMM Small Biz. That's at MMM Small Biz. Hope you enjoyed.